Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in two minutes. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is October 25th. The time is uh, 3.30 p.m. Reddy and UNPC does conduct Zoom conference call from past 10 years. If you uh, Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please uh, uh, let uh, show your face and make sure if you're a newcomer, please let uh, Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. Pooja? Hi, Rahul. I have a question. So we filed mm-hmm. a 485 in October 2021 mm-hmm. and received the receipt notices just a week ago. And uh, so everything is correct. Just the priority date mentioned on the receipt notice is incorrect. That's it's normal. Em- That's normal, right? I don't have to worry or raise a service request for it, right? No, I would not do that. Okay, okay. That That's it. That's what my okay, question. Thank you so much please. for your time, Rahul. Thank you. Bye. Jay Panga. Hi, Rahul. Um, uh, actually, I have a green card, but my wife has an advanced payroll and EAD dual card. We are thinking mm-hmm. to go uh, travel India for next month. So uh, is there any problem to travel with uh, the advanced payroll? Uh, let me ask you this other question. Um, is your so you both guys filed on the 485 application, but you got approved, your wife did not? No, I got my green card, but my wife has only advanced payroll and EAD, but not as a green card. Yet. But both of you guys filed 485 together? Uh, no, so we filed at different time intervals. Got it. Um, I don't see any problem in her traveling in advanced payroll, sir. So it doesn't have impact any uh, like our process, right? For this? No, no, sir. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much. Next person. Sankalp. Hey, Rahul. Hi. Uh, so I'm a Canadian citizen on H4 right now. Uh, my H1B package is sent out to Vermont Center uh, today. So I'm just wondering if you, you said out. you are a, Can- a Canadian citizen. Right. Okay. Okay. And I'm on H4 here. So my H1B, uh, it got picked up this year. And now I send the package out today. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if I can travel outside the US, um, I know like two weeks after from today. No. Two weeks after you get the H1B approval? No, not approval. I mean, while it's in the process. No, you cannot. No? You applied for change of status. If you move outside the country, it is considered to have abandoned the change of status application. Okay. Okay. So I okay. must be in the country. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Next person, please. Bupal. 
Hello, yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, yeah, I have a question, you know, if, uh, is it okay to use uh, GCED if we have an issue with the uh, receipt date uh, on the 485 receipt? Uh, they put a wrong receipt date. Uh, uh, actually, I, 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 I note, I mean, I, I asked you about this in the past. Do you mean uh, to say pri priority date or receipt date? Receipt date. They put, uh, due to USAS error, uh, initially they rejected the petition saying the fees was not included, even though the fees was included in the package. So our attorney resent a package. Uh, I know what you're speaking. There is, I know what you're speaking. Yeah. I know what you're speaking. Um, I will not tell you what to do, but I will tell you what I would do. I would use a EAD for value. Okay, so there won't be any issues, you think? Uh, I mean, I mean, there, there is always people, a chance, right? You, when you go on a road, can I guarantee that I won't meet? Can you guarantee that I won't meet with an accident and die today? Yeah. In case if they give a RFE, right? Uh, as I said there, to you, sir, there as I said to you, that's all I can tell you. If I were you, I would use it. There is a chance, I mean, okay. even though there is a uh -huh. chance that I might die in an accident today, I still drive my car and go. Okay. When I'm speaking with thousands of people, if, if, yeah, if it, you know, that's all I can answer right now in this conference call for you. If you, if you want to go analyze the worst case, best case scenario, it's going to be tough analyzing in this conference call. You'll have to make an appointment for it. Yeah, I told you very clearly, if I were you, I would use it. That's all I can tell you. Next person, please. Mohit? Hi. Uh, thank you, Rahul, for taking my call. Is there any news that uh, this reconciliation bill is going to pass this week? No. Um, doesn't look like, no. There is a like. news in CNN that Joe mentioned has reached to agreement. Really? You want me to send you that? No, I can watch CNN. No, no, there is a clip or YouTube clip. <laughs> there is a YouTube clip for CNN. Uh, such kind of news will be the top news in CNN, though. If it's 1. just... 1.75, he has agreed 1.75 trillion dollars. You mean to say the, the West Virginia uh, yes, senator? Yes, Joe, Joe Biden called... At his home, Schumer and Mr. This uh, Munchen at his home, and probably they have reached to some agreement. I don't see anything on the CNN though. I I will send you the link. You, you can yeah, see but that. that's not the question though. But if it's such a big thing though, uh, it will not be a YouTube click. It will be the headline news in CNN. That they are I'm passing. not sure that's why all it I is not there. But uh, well, it should. When did you not understand that? That's the biggest bill that will be passed in this administration. That should be on top of CNN. If it's not there, if it's just a clip somewhere there, uh, at this point of time, I'm not going to give you, give any seriousness to it. Okay, next person, please. If it's just a clip that you are giving it to me, no, I'm looking at CNN. There's nothing there on the top news. Next person, please. Amrita. And I'm looking at Fox News, neither is there too. Uh, hi Rahul, uh, I have a quick question regarding the downgrade. So I downgraded from EB2 to EB3 in October 2020. So the case was received on 29th of October 2020. Uh, 
my biometrics happened on 23rd of april 2021 ever since then i have no update neither on my 140 uh, eb3 nor on my ead no update at all it's been close to a year so my lawyer isn't giving me any clear picture as to what is happening so my priority date is uh, 21st of march 2014 um so what, you're expecting the ead to be approved and it's not approved is right um yes is, as yeah, well as 140 are, down uh, down did you try to did, 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 did you try to convert into premium processing no you should okay as far as the EAD and advanced parole is concerned, there are a lot of other people like that. There is not much your lawyer or I can do much about it. Uh, you can try the Congress, not working. Ombudsman, not working. Service request, not working. A lot of people do that, but there is nothing. It's not working. If there is some method where I, you find a method to exploit the EAD and advanced parole, please let me know because I can tell other people. So the expedite, so is premium same as expediting? That's different than expediting. That's different oh. than expediting. Uh, for premium, people call expediting also as premium processing. Uh, but for EAD in I-140, there is no premium process. Uh, sorry, for EAD in advanced parole, there is no premium process. So you recommend premium versus expediting, right? Absolutely. It's a waste of time to go expediting. Okay. And one more thing, right? So at this point, the... Am I stuck with my current employer because I'm really looking to switch the employers? So once you get an I-140, point... once you get an I-140 mm -hmm. approval, you can switch to a different employer if you want to. Immediately, no six months yeah. waiting. No six okay, months cool. waiting. Okay. Next okay. I got. It. Thank you so much, Damneet. Hey, hi Rahul. Thank you for taking the call. I'll jump into the question. Uh, my priority date is Jan seventeen. 2013. Mm -hmm. I did EV3 downgrade last year, October, went to Texas Service Center. My I-140 was approved in premium. Okay. Uh, I did my interfiling for medicals. Um, I got my biometrics done twice, one for 485 and one for EAD. Uh, uh, my advanced parole and EAD was initially not getting approved, but talking to Emma after the processing time, I was able to get it approved. I, okay. I connected with Emma multiple times, got advanced parole and EAD approved. I that could that have been approved even not connecting with Emma too. Probably, uh, probably, start. but so, get, get, let's, so let's get to the point though. Yeah, so, so basically my point is uh, uh, right now my date is not current, but say suppose, say suppose EB3 date moves um, and my date becomes current um, right now, Texas Service Center shows processing time of 10 to 18.5 months for mm -hmm. 485 EAD. Uh, say suppose, uh, sorry, 485. Uh, say suppose it stays the same. Uh, does that mean that I will be able to uh, expedite my 485, say six months down the line uh, at 18.5 months and uh, the date becomes current in AB3? If the final action date becomes current, you will yeah. be able to raise the service request. Okay. okay. So I will be able to raise the service request. And, and yeah. just a sequence and question. The, and and yeah. the time period for the employment based is 18.5 months. So it has to cross 19 months for you to raise right. a service request. So which will happen in June of next year. So say suppose it becomes final action date, hopefully becomes current. 
in that yeah. case. Then you can then you are eligible to raise a service request. Okay, fair enough. And do you recommend changing the job on EAD right now or sticking around for a few more months? If it was Rahul, what would he would yeah. do? Uh, even if, for some, if somebody pays me ten thousand dollars, I'm moving out. Okay. okay, because your I one forty is approved, so uh, I would okay. I would move out. It's okay. safe. It's Thank very very you. safe. Not compared to the other guy, the first guy, the way I answered it. There is some okay. element of risk there here. No element of risk. That's the reason I have said I will move. Next person, please. Perfect. Thank you, Prakash. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you. Um, so my question is about uh, uh, our H4 extension. So basically in May 2021, I was waiting for uh, my I-140 get approval. That, that was my end of my sixth year. Sixth year. So it got, uh, uh, got delayed a bit. So what we did is uh, we filed a B2 visa just for on the safer side to maintain the status. My I-140 uh, got approval approved later. Actually, then we sent the B2 withdrawal letter and also we filed a H1 extension and also H4 extension. So what, um, by mistake- Why I, did you withdraw the B2? No, we got the approval, uh, I-140 approved and we filed H1 extension. Uh, so you filed H1 extension before your existing H1B expired? After expired. After expiry. That should not, B2 should not have been withdrawn. Because after expiration, what is your status? No, I guess uh, I'm, I'm uh, wrongly said as like uh, before, uh, I mean, we filed before ex expiry. You, do you mean to say you filed the H1B extension, you got the I-140 approval before your I-94 for the H1B expired? Six yes. years. Then you file the extension of the H-1B based on the I-140 approval. Yeah, my H-1B got approved. So there is no problem with the H-1B extension. Got it. My mistake, okay. my mistake, what they did is like they, while they withdraw B-2, they also withdraw the H-4 by mistake. So that's the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we got the notice uh, recently by 15th September. So we were following up on that. Uh, my lawyer... A check with the USCS. They told that they will be reviewing the case again. My worry is about the 180 days clock. So from my H4, H4 I, extension. I, I got the point. I got the point. Did you, so they're reviewing it. Did you refile the H4 or you did not? Refiling. Oh no, we didn't refile the H4. So they said they will be reviewing the same case what we filed. So my worry is about the 180 days clock, uh, which is like you know, from last uh, extension, approved extension, that is uh, May 19, 2021. So now we are in a situation that you know, November 2021, we have to leave the country. So is there any uh, option to you know stay long? Yeah, I would, I would have her leave and apply for the H4 and come back. Even though it's only 10 to 20% risk though, I would re I, I would have refiled the H4 application though. But anyway, it's too late right now. I would have her leave the country uh, because if something happens, it's going to screw her up completely though. Uh, in the 482 application also, we may get up into trouble. So I would have her leave before 180 days. So my question is, is there, it's their mistake, right? So is it uh, the, the 180 clock is still applicable? 
we can argue we can argue those things you have a good chance of winning it uh, you can make us rich at the risk of you mm-hmm. or you pay an airfare good get the h4 stamping if my wife is like that i will not pay a lawyer to argue my case okay okay next person please thank you rahul junet hi rahul junet here uh, i applied for i485 in december 2019 and i had my interview in january 2021 and uh, after that there was case went to review case to be reviewed then in uh, month of september they moved my I, from atlanta they moved my case to texas service center then i raised a service request on my ead and advance parole there was no response at all till now then i raised another service request on my i485 and i raised a congress inquiry as well no response so what option i have left um that's beyond the processing time is right yes yes texas texas service center is in april 2020 yeah i would i would sue the uscis okay and my- there's something huh? fundamentally wrong something is completely going your ead in advance parole that's almost like one and a half year it's still not approved is right it got approved for one year then i uh, applied for renewal in december 2020 uh, and they didn't approve till now uh i would sue the uscis for correct file and ead ead and my h1b is coming for renewal in march 2021 2022 so should i renew my h1b or you should renew your h1b because what if the ead doesn't get approved okay 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 ombudsman ombudsman you should help yeah ombudsman you try the ombudsman absolutely you should okay. try the ombudsman yeah okay. you should try the ombudsman because it's something very odd and it fell out of thing the best thing is ombudsman yes next person please Siddharth, and if still you don't get any response from Ombudsman, then sue the USCIS. Siddharth, go ahead. Yeah, hi Rahul. One small question. So my I-140 was applied in December 2020, and it's been more than 10 months, and it is still not approved. I have been reaching out to them multiple times, but they are saying a generic response: "Please wait." Even I requested for premium upgrade, they said no, it cannot be done. So are they fooling me around, or what is this? What is happening? any suggestion um uh, i140 uh, you mean to say did you file the downgrade application uh, i'm not sure oh. this term no 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 term. which 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 one you file the premium processing i140 is right yes i140 december 2020 yeah it's going on for everybody like that uh, all i can suggest you is that if it is gone beyond the processing time uh the best thing is to sue the uscis so okay it, it cannot be converted to premium because they are saying it you try you try you try yes. i you have try. tried i have tried they are yeah. saying no it cannot be done yeah suing is the best thing and if you that, want you can contact you can contact steven brown in our office okay so can i get any email id or something after this call or maybe i can uh, gayatri is going to give a link for steven brown to you sure rahul okay thank you rahul okay next person please kumar 
హలో రాహుల్ గారు థ్యాంక్ యూ ఫర్ టేకింగ్ ద కాల్ సార్ క్విక్ థింగ్ ఇస్ ద స్టోరీ మై వైఫ్స్ ప్రయారిటీ డేట్ ఇస్ నవంబర్ ట్వంటీ ట్వెల్వ్ మైన్స్ జనవరి ట్వంటీ ట్వెల్వ్ సో స్టార్టింగ్ నెక్స్ట్ మంత్ ఇట్స్ తన బీ ఫుల్ బ్యాక్ ఓకే యువర్స్ ఇస్ నవంబర్ and your wife's is january 2012 i can't hear you kumar you muted yourself kumar okay i i am able to okay okay i i was locked out sir uh, yeah. yes sir i am january 2012 my wife okay. is november 2012 keep okay? going we filed her downgrade uh, last year mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. uh so just the 140 is approved everything else is waiting mm-hmm. so uh what you basically suggested in your conversations what i understand is now that the things are changing starting uh, next month uh you suggested okay let's go ahead uh, do a fresh application on my name if you straight if you picture. if you maintain an non-immigrant status yes 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 um, yes uh, uh but when i reached out to my uh, lawyers what they were suggesting was uh you don't really need to you can do an interfile and basically ask for here is two here is my here is my problem interfiling your i140 approval yours is you said january is right 2012 january 2012 yes january 2012. see you are not eligible to file the 485 in october when you file the 485 application Correct. because it's eb2 for you eb2 was right. not current at that point of time so there right. are some technical problems there have i seen in under your circumstances was there any success story where we have done the interfiling and got it yes i'm not telling no i we saw that thing saying that hey you know why didn't you switch this guy as a main guy she as a dependent this guy as i want to why does this guy have to file a 485 again it took us round and round it took like seven years for us to get to these things approved so uh-huh. i'm not telling that you cannot do it if i were you i would just file a fresh 485 application that'll be more easier you can sail in both boats who knows ev3 might move forward too so Got instead it. of interfiling that would be in the case of interfiling your wife's though eb2 uh-huh. it's more easier as compared to interfiling yours so Got when it, it comes it. to interfile your wife's eb2 to eb uh, to stay and yeah, refiling the entire application i'm kind of little bit neutral there okay Got but it. when it comes to interfiling your thing to her i'm pretty mm-hmm. i d- definitely don't want to do that got it but sir. is got it, it illegal is it illegal to do it no are there cases where we got approvals yes but it will take a long time remember got it sir 50% of the questions here are coming are because the uscis guys are not doing their job now mm-hmm. <laughs> you are telling to replace the entire thing and then tell them to do the job and, yeah yeah best of luck no 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 i agree sir agree sir i i, okay. I just wanted to re yeah. re reiterate yeah, sure. and recheck it yeah. thank you but thank is you. it it's yeah. not illegal to do it next person please got it thanks surendra Uh, hi uh, good evening rahul uh, uh, my uh, i have uh, done for um, downgrade my uh, priority date is 2013 uh, april uh, i have got uh, downgrade premium also 
but my elder Apu. son yeah my elder Apu. son hello you said you said you got the premium done do you mean i was no, the premium i was yeah. approved okay yeah he yeah, has approved on august and main question is my elder son is uh, 17 and of years old what is the priority date priority date 2013 april and uh, i have done my biometric last week also uh, i am waiting for ead anyhow next month onwards uh, my date is uh, retrograde but my question is once uh, we are in process once my elder son is cross 18 years he can get a green card when my date is current or otherwise uh, he has to apply after once he completes 21 years again f1 and all this he will not get no as of this month your final action date is current is right yes tell okay as of this month your i140 is approved is right i140 approved biometric is done everything i didn't ask you that question oh yeah i140 is approved yes as of today your son is 121 yep yes okay he is locked in okay whenever your priority date becomes current irrespective actually the age is 21 not 18 um mm-hmm. whenever he you get whenever the final action date becomes current mm-hmm. he will get the green card with you even if he is 40 years old okay got it yeah the got it the only thing he the only thing he cannot do is he cannot get married oh okay yeah got it so got if it is 26 though if mm-hmm. your final action date doesn't become current again can mm-hmm. he still get the green card in tw- when he is 26 the answer is yes oh okay okay i want you to watch the uh, uh age out thing on one of the youtube that we did okay okay sure. you watch it means why why you have this question is i, I have done a downgrade that is the question actually i have but even the downgrade ah, even smart. the downgrade you're right the only question is um the only question is um the only question there is um the only question there is whether the i140 has been approved or not i'm going to give you a link for it okay Sure, sir. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Next person, please. Shaker. Shaker. Hello, Rahul, sir. This is uh, uh, Shaker. Thank you for taking mm-hmm. my call. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my EB2 to EB3 downgrade application is uh, filed and I-140 is approved. and now dates are retrograded uh, my 485 is also uh, filed and it's pending uh, so my question is uh, i come across this congressional inquiry uh, so is there any uh, time frame that we need to wait after 485 receipt date right uh, then only we can go and uh, raise a request with congressmen like senators or when did you file the 485 uh that is uh, a couple of months back no you can't raise the service you can't it's not worth going to congress when it does not crosses the processing time okay thank you sir next person if it crosses the processing time that's when you contact the congress you contact the congress and they'll do all that thing and they'll send it and the usas will respond it's within the processing time there's nothing they can do next person it- please Okay, Chetan. Hello, Rahul. Yes, Chetan. 
Yeah, I had a situation here. Uh, so I have an O-1 visa, which is extended for three more years. Uh, I have a spouse whose O-3 extension is still pending. She is with me in the U.S. Now, mm -hmm. my question is, uh, since her O-3 extension is still pending, she just recently joined me. So uh, can we file an I-485? We have an EB-1B petition approved. Uh, and... Uh, uh, can we file an can we file a four eight five when her O three extension is pending, or we need to wait for the approval first? How long ago you filed the O three application, though? Uh, just like she, uh, it's actually ten days before her I ninety four expired. So which is which is which is uh, around October actually twenty second, so two three days before basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, so your, your EB-1 is current right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can file the 485 application. Is there a chance because you filed the 485, the uh, O3 can be denied? There is a chance for it. I'm not telling yeah. there is no chance for it. But the 245K section has an exception saying that if a person is out of status for less than 180 days, you can still file the 485 application. So we can just assume that she's not in status from October 22nd and then file a 485 application. The issue with which my company lawyer is saying is that if your 485 is approved before her O3, then she might, because you will move from O1 to 485, she will mm -hmm. not be an O3 status, right? Uh, We're just can... assuming, I'm just going to assume that the O3 is going to be completely denied when I file a 485 for her. Okay, so the 245K is applicable in this case. Right, right, because it's less than 180 days. Uh, but then it's only six months, but now for extensions are taking more than six months, right? I know, but my question, once she files the 485, the, the, the unlawful status will stop counting. Okay. You said to me that her I-84 expired on October 22nd. Uh, on, on 24th, it expired, you filed extension 22nd. One Let's assume before. October 20th, okay, five days. Okay. So yeah. we're going to file this application somewhere in November, is right? So even if it is, it's only 30 days. Once we file the 485, we are assuming that the O3 will be denied. Let's assume that. Okay. okay. Let's say so after still, six months no, or eight months. It doesn't months. matter for us whether it's hmm. one year, 10 years. We are going to file the 485 in November. So now the period of time from October 20th to November 20th, may be considered that she did not stay legally in the United States. So what? She still comes because it's an employment-based immigration. She has a 180 days period. I will still be fine in getting that. So when the adjudication happens of the 485, the officer will not see O3 spending and he might... Uh, let's assume it's denied. Okay. And he, so he will adjudicate it or he will not adjudicate it? Yeah, he will it. still adjudicate the 485 application. Okay. There and, is a yeah. There is a chance O3 will be denied either because you get the green card, either okay. the O3 will be denied because she filed the 485 because right. it's not a dual entered visa. Either way, she's within 180 days. So I'm okay. going to file a 485 application in November itself. Or two more quick question. What about the 90 day period where she entered US? Ah. Because my employer was saying, if, like he was saying, I was convincing did, him that when did, one is when dual intent. When, did, when did she entered into the United States? She, so she was, she lives in Canada. So we do back and forth. So she was, uh, she entered, I just called her immediately once time, one forty got approved on October, on October 14th, I called her back in. Ah, 
because I, I was not sure. I, I got, I got, I, I missed that point. I missed that point. I would still wait for three months before I file a four eight five application for her and for you too. Okay, okay. I've waited for three months. Another three months, question. Ninety days. So another question. So if my employer is not willing to, if can I use an external lawyer for an EB one B? What do I need from my company if I need to file four eight five externally? Uh, or uh, it's not possible uh, in that case. Like EB one B. EB one B. You have to get the company's approval to file a four eight five. If it was EB one A though. Then you don't need to worry about it. But if it's EB one B, you have to get the company's lawyer, uh, company approved to go for an extra lawyer. Okay, okay. And then the and it's not possible to do it through consulate, right? Like go get stamping, come back in, and you can, but I definitely will not advise you that. Okay, it's not. It's very hard to get appointments, I guess, nowadays. So no, the whole process has to be moved to the consular processing. No, 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 no. No, she gets the stamping and comes back in, and then we apply. So that ah. we don't have to wait for. But you still have to wait for ninety days after that. Again, you have to wait for ninety days, and okay, yes. and then you have to get appointments as well, which is again a hard thing yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, you can do that too if you want to. But it's okay, okay. if it's even if it's O three is denied. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next Fair person, enough. please. Thank you, Arun. Uh, good afternoon, also. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, yes, so. Um, my wife. Uh, this will be the last caller, guys. And uh, if you guys have any questions, please leave it in the chat. I will try to answer as much as possible. I have about five six minutes more. Go ahead. Sure. Thank okay. you, sir. Uh, my wife has an EB three two thousand fourteen Feb priority date. I have an EB two August two thousand twelve priority date. Back in October two thousand twenty, I had to use my wife's priority date in EB three since my employer did not agree to downgrade. We both got our EAD and AP in June twenty twenty one. Now, mm -hmm. due to the retrogression, uh, I am thinking of how to use my EB2 date when it becomes current. I also have a situation where I might have to switch an employer. So my questions are like... Okay, did, so did you guys use the EAD and AP or you did not? No, not, not yet. Not yet. Don't use it. Okay. So uh, if I switch my employer uh, and uh, move to a new company and let's say that employer files uh, H1, Will I still be able to use my uh, uh, priority date if a situation happens? When you say priority date, you mean say, can you file a 485 application using your it previous can. company's I-140? Right. Um, no, the previous company has to cooperate. The previous company has to, okay. And even interfiling is not possible at that time if I switch employer. Uh, no. What if, no, if you switch the employer, interfiling is not possible. No. Okay. Definitely not. I would not recommend right. interfiling for you at all. Um, yep. And I would not recommend, uh, I would not recommend, I would not recommend uh, interfiling. I would not, I would not recommend moving you out of the company. I would not recommend to use the year and advance parole to use the EB2 for you. Got it. So basically, you know, continue to work where I am. And uh, in case if uh, EB2 becomes current, uh, sub, uh, file a new 485 through my employer, correct? Yeah. Sounds good. Um, for the people who are, um, there's a gentleman sent to me that the Biden's agreement looks like it was 
it's a news today so definitely i'm not aware of it so uh give us some time to analyze it in tomorrow's uh, uh youtube and facebook we will come up with the presentation because at the time when i checked the cnn website even the website didn't add it so definitely i see that the news just came out uh even though it's not on the website uh but i will i will study that and we'll get back to you uh, uh tomorrow uh um facebook and youtube live i'm going to go through the questions here that we are getting posted here maybe a downgraded eb3 do did i even for the require for getting um no i140 approval is not required to get eed in the ap uh, that's a misconception even if the i140 is pending you could still be given the eed in the ap uh travel ban um travel ban will be lifted on november 8 that's our information um it should be lifted uh, so we have, we have we have no doubts that it will be lifted but we'll update you tomorrow on that uh can you get there is no h1 stamping within united states guys um that used to be there before we used to send the stamping to the state department which they used to stamp it and send it back it no longer exists though um there are no right now there are many lawsuits that are getting filed on the aos that are not successful what we are suggesting is if it crosses beyond the timeline what they published that's when going to the uh, courts may be successful to get their attention but if it's within the processing time you want your case to be adjudicated there are so many failed cases in fact we filed uh, some lawsuits too we failed to get anything done from the courts guys um if you uh, sharanya if you have got the stamping in mexico though if you are going to india technically you're not eligible for dropbox dropbox you're only eligible if you got the stamping previously in india um for the dropbox so in general if the company is a different company you're still eligible for the dropbox uh that was a previous initial interpretation that the dropbox has to be with the same company that's not true anymore even if you change the company you're still eligible for dropbox but the problem is sharanya you went to mexico you are not eligible for dropbox uh prashant patel um his i140 is not approved can he file a new 485 application absolutely um you can contact our office i'll give you email address if you want to but can i file without an attorney now you have to get the approval of the company though if your employer does not approve you can't do it your employer has to sign the 485j supplement for you to file an eb2 your employer has to approve if you want to go with a lawyer who is not your company's lawyer are there any 485 experiences in new jersey yes of course um my new jersey is nothing special uh, there are definitely a lot more people uh, that come under the new jersey jurisdiction as uh, and also the dallas jurisdiction especially for the employment based 
compared to any other districts. Definitely, New Jersey and Dallas are very heavily there. Um, but nothing special about it. Um, nothing special about New Jersey, though. Uh, my employer name changed. Do I need to take a new 485J to my interview? It is always better, Pradeep, to take it. That's number one. Number two, I will also take the name change documentation together. Just in case, hey, you know, my company name was Pepsi. Now it's been Coca-Cola. They acquired it. Here is the documentation. Take it. That's going to be better. Can I hold two valid H4EADs right now? One expiring in July 2020, other expiring in October 2022. Which VAD you can consider? Well, you can consider July, October. That will be much better. Um, July 2011 priority EB2, EB2 done. I-140 not ever tried premium processing four times. Should we wait or interfile to EB2? No, Hema, you cannot interfile because the basis for your 485 application is the I-140 of EB3. So that's not approved. So technically you're not eligible to get the green card though. The better way, Hema, for you is to refile the entire application. In that way, you have both things going around. Uh, thank you guys for coming around. Uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow uh, at 11.30. Uh, and don't forget that we do have a YouTube and Facebook uh, tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Thank you, guys. Sorry I couldn't attend all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.